guest. Oh my gosh, talking about Community Spotlight, uh, we have a very special person with us right now this moment as we speak in the studio, the WHAB <laughs> building at 30 Howe Street in downtown Haverhill. Jen Cosgrove. Good morning, Wynn. <laughs> hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. Excellent. Good morning, everybody. Nice to have you here, and uh, in, in person, too. In person and live. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you, is there any favorite community spotlight you... <laughs> I like them all, actually. I really do. I think the ones that have to do with schools and fun stuff for the young people to do on a weekday or a weekend, I, I think that's great. Well, um, now, um, as far as uh, putting, you know, preparing these things, um, sometimes I'll tell folks, you know, send us the information, but we really do need to have it a, a couple of weeks ahead, don't we? As much as possible, I think, is great, because I, I know Tim is busy, and I, I work outside of here, believe it or not, and i just trying to make sure that everything's there on time and giving people enough enough time to plan and prepare for it. Now, do you ever uh, you know, like listen at, at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning to uh, see that, that your message is still there? Occasionally I do. I do. I work overnight over at Holy Family in Methuen. And every so often I'll say, yeah, let's change the radio station and put on WHAV and see what's going on. And sure enough, there I am. <laughs> <laughs> and you must, uh, you, know, you must, surprise uh you know the 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 nurses that uh don't know you they, you they must be surprised to hear you on the radio i bet it is kind of funny every once in a while one of them will come in and say i heard you on the radio the other day i completely forgot you were doing that and there you were it's like i know that voice <laughs> so yeah that's me yeah that's good <laughs> now uh you know whav is is not the the first stop on the uh broadcasting uh train for you very you, true you've done some other things too I have. I've had a podcast that's currently on hold for a little bit. Uh, overnight observations with Jen the RN, just kind of a different sort of take on nursing and the things that we see, the things that I don't want to say we endure, but just some things you really have to kind of take that step back and make a joke about it, not being insensitive or anything like that, but just to kind of take that breath to carry on and do what we need to do. And some things are kind of funny. You can't you can't help but chuckle at some of the things that go on. No, I like that name, Jen, the RN. Yeah. <laughs> now, are, are you a, you're a registered nurse? Yes. Oh. Yes, I've been a registered nurse for, oh my gosh, it's going on 25 years now, I think. Pretty close to it. And what brought you about to uh, wanting to do that? Well, kind of, I ended up a single mother at a fairly, not young age, but in my early 30s. And I had thought, I should go back to school for something I don't know what. And originally I'd gone to school for radio. I went to Emerson College, first out of high school. But a series of events caused me to leave and try and figure out, well, what exactly do I want to do with the rest of my life? And it took a little while, but then I figured, huh, Nursing sounds good. It's always different. There's something always going on, and yes, that's that's very true. But ended up in neonatal intensive care, and I've been I've worked at Beverly Hospital. I've worked in New York in their level three at NYU Medical Center, and came back home to Massachusetts when I became a grandmother. So that was that. And then at the time I was living in Canton, and 
Massasoit Community College had a radio program. So I thought, gee, that could be fun. And I met the chair of the department there, Bob Bowers, and he introduced me to Tim because I lived on this side of Boston. And I've been here at WHAV doing Community Spotlight since 2019, I believe. Oh, wow. And uh, I really appreciate that, too. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. It's so much fun. I love it. And it's important, too. It's local programming. You know, and news doesn't have to be uh, political news or anything like that. It's, it's news that, that, that affects people. Right. And there's so much more to it than the politics and the doom and the gloom. You want to do something fun. You want to bump up your community and let everybody know that they are a community. I think people are so separated now because of technology and social media and all of that other stuff. But the force of people getting together and having a good time, that's that's kind of putting all those good vibes out into the... Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I've been at, at radio stations that no longer exist, mm. and I know a lot of people in organizations that uh, they're just, they're they're crying out. You know, there's no way we can tell people you know, what we're up to. You know, the nice thing about the radio, uh, and, and I'll get on my soapbox, is that, uh, you know, you don't have to have an account. You don't have to... Uh, you, know, you don't have to risk being banned from the account, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you just and, and you don't have to uh, worry about uh, with algorithms or anything like that. Right. You just turn on the radio. Yeah, it's right there. Yep, and people are still listening to the radio, from what I understand. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, radio. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, radio reaches on a uh, on a weekly basis, uh, approximately ninety three percent of the public. And uh, and we're talking about uh, terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. uh, satellite radio. It's a much smaller segment right there, and podcasts are even uh, sorry, <laughs> but even smaller than that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm glad you glad you're doing that. You mentioned in New York at level three. What's that? It's a more intensive uh, care for newborns, premature newborns. I think the youngest baby I took care of was a 24 plus week gestation baby who normally probably wouldn't survive outside in the world but uh, the great teams that we had there and the advances in medicine that baby was with us for about oh boy six months and when she was first born her she was 480 grams which is well under a pound her little head fit right in the middle of my palm, and she was feisty. She kept threatening to pull all her tubes out. We had her for six months. Um, she went home without oxygen. Her head ultrasounds were fine. She had to have a laser surgery on her eyes because she was so premature. But she's doing great from what I understand. She's probably in elementary school now. Oh, wow. And... and, and uh 25 years in the field, I bet you've seen a lot of improvements in, in health care and, and uh, advancements. I have. Yeah. I have. Well, uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing what you do for uh, for WHAV. It's it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, and, and besides uh, being on the radio 24 hours a day and uh, working as well, <laughs> uh, you're also, uh, you also run around a bit too, don't you? A little bit. A little bit. I hate running, but I I do it anyway. And uh, one one word of advice, if I could give to the public, is if if you're hoping to win the lottery, please 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 be very very specific. 
Uh, I recently ran the London Marathon, and I got into the London Marathon because I entered. They were doing a lottery, as they do every year, and runners can submit their names for it. I believe New York does the same thing, as well as Berlin. I'm not sure about Boston. But about for about six years, I've been throwing my name in there just for fun, because I thought, oh, I'd love to go to London. That might be fun. And people I know have talked it up that have actually run it. And this was my year. I almost didn't put in for it. I thought, nah, why? Why bother? Yeah. But my next-door neighbor, who is a marathoner, who didn't get in, <laughs> sorry, Jeff, but uh, I said, ah, fine, sure, I, I'll, I'll do it. I did it, and I got in. This was my year, and it was an amazing experience. Now, had you ever been to London before? I had never been to London. So it was my first time in London, my first marathon, and I'll, you know, I, my time wasn't as good as I hoped it would be, but that's okay. I did it. I finished it. I wasn't last. The sweepers weren't behind me or the people with balloons or anything like that. No, you know, horns saying, keep going, Yank. But it was it was wonderful. It was wonderful. The, the, just the energy and the people and running by the landmarks that I've heard about since I was a, a baby, practically. Big Ben and Parliament Building. Buckingham Palace, all of that, all of that. It was amazing. Now, uh, you told me uh, after you, <laughs> uh -oh. after you ran it, that you didn't go in a, uh, you didn't go in a straight line, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But that, that's okay. That's all right. I, <laughs> I finished it when that's yeah. what counts. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, you're you were a tourist in, in London, and you, yeah. and you took some uh, sightseeing uh, trips. I did, I did. I got to a point where I said, you know what, I'm going to start taking pictures. So, Tower Bridge and Big Ben and all of that good stuff. And I did speak to a woman as we were walking, maybe five miles left. And she had said that her first time running the London Marathon over 20 years ago, she was so concerned about her time and so focused on that that she went by Big Ben, didn't realize she went by Big Ben, completely missed it. And you can't miss Big Ben. He's big. <laughs> so enjoying it, taking it in, and, and enjoying the experience, I think, was one of the best things I could have done. Did you hear Big Ben at all? After I ran by him, it was about, I ran by him around five minutes of six in the evening. And as I was carrying on, well, maybe maybe run might be too strong a word. I was walking quickly at that point. But I did hear him go off, so it was kind of like, yay. Oh, that's it was nice. neat. Yeah. Very loud and very British. And you also <laughs> got a medal, too. I did get a medal. Explain what that looks like and, and uh, you know, what's on it. Well, it's really cool. It's It's heavier than I thought it would be. It has the year. Uh, this year's um, theme was We Run Together, and on the medal and on the finisher's shirt, it says We Finished Together. So that's really neat. It has 2023, it has Braille on it as well, because yes, there are blind people who run the marathon. Some are legally blind. There are people that run with people holding their hand, guiding them, which I thought was great. Uh, Elvis ran the marathon as well. I thought I'd throw that in there among other different critters and people. On, <clears throat> excuse me, on the reverse of the medal are, in a circle, are all the different landmarks that I ran by or ran on. And the Cuddy Sark, the Tower Bridge, again, Big Ben, Parliament Building, the London Eye, it just amazing. 
it was an amazing experience. I thought Cuddy Sark was a, like a drink. It is, <laughs> but there is an actual an actual ship. I did not know that. That's yeah, gorgeous. So now you've done the London Marathon. I know that you've done the New York City Marathon. Uh, New York City half. Half marathon. The half. Yeah. Okay. Did that take like half the time? About yeah, yeah. I, I my time was better than I thought. Is that a, uh, a lottery one to get into? Sort of, kind of. You can register for it, and generally, you'll be able to get in. So, like the Chicago Marathon, if you enter to for a spot in the Chicago. I don't think I've known anybody that hasn't been allowed entry. So, Have you done that one? I was going to a couple of years ago before the pandemic, but I was getting into my car one day and I pulled something in my back and that kind of threw me off for a couple of weeks. Uh, so, But I did go to cheer on some friends. <laughs> did you do the uh, the Boston Marathon? Not yet. Okay. I don't, I don't know. There's yeah. a big hill in that one. <laughs> and London was kind of flat. So oh, we'll okay. see. We'll see. All right. Well, that makes sense. My do- my daughter, my youngest daughter, she did the the Boston. She she got into the Boston Marathon and the pandemic uh, hit, but she got in on a uh, a fundraising thing. She, oh, great! She was raising funds mm. for uh, for cancer research. Uh, did quite well with that, and she ended up running the uh, the marathon on the treadmill. Oh, yeah, those virtual marathons—they're uh, great, though. I mean, not the same. No, not at all. But oh, before we go. Uh, you're a movie star, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but I am a SAG after member, and um, I got I was at medical industrials in New York is how I was able to earn my SAG card before the unions combined. And in 2016, I was lucky enough to audition for and book the role of the Tylenol nurse in Patriots Day starring Mark Wahlberg. So at about 41 minutes in, if you're watching it, don't blink or look away. You'll hear me before you see me. I'm giving him Tylenol for his bum knee. Oh, do you remember uh, remember the line? Uh, let's see. Let me see. Uh, he asks if I have any Tylenol behind the desk, and I say, we have all kinds of stuff here, Sergeant. You need some Vicodin? Not that we'd have Vicodin. Not that anybody would have Vicodin at the nurse's station, although sometimes... You know, a shot of whiskey would be lovely. But that's what I do. I, he says, no, no, Tylenol's fine. I say, here you go, sweetheart, or here you go, hon, and that's it. That's all. That's it. That's Jen's big silver screen debut. Wow. It did, was fun. Did you get his autograph? No. <laughs> no. But I do get residuals every once in a while when people watch the film. Patriot's Day. Yes. Okay. So if I watch it, uh, I know somebody who wrote a book, and uh, every time you buy that book, he gets 50 cents. Do you, so that that's what you get? Maybe a little bit less, but it's, it's, I don't care. I it was It was an honor to do it. It was fun. They were very respectful about the whole situation because it is for the the bombing at the Boston Marathon. Yeah. And very respectful. You know, They tried to do the best they could and keep it all fairly true to what happened. And it was it was a great experience. Did you have to go through makeup? I went through makeup. I had my own little trailer, which was neat. Uh, first time doing any of that. So I had done background work for a bunch of different shows in New York, and this was my first big deal. Had my own little trailer. Got my makeup done. Got a ride to set. Had my own. Had a stand-in. I had a stand-in, and I thought, no way! It's a 
stand in? This is great. And it was terrific. It was terrific. It was an all-day thing for maybe half an hour shooting. Did they? Uh, did you bring your own nurse's uniform? Or they gave me one. I said, I have scrubs. No, no, you, we, we got you. So it was terrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Wow. It was fun. So from Patriot's Day to Community Spotlight. That's right. Nice. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing these things. I'm very happy to be here. It's yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Imagine. And now yeah, they're on 24, I, I did the math one time, 24 hours a day they're on, uh, roughly a quarter past the hour. So that's about 168 times a week. Wow. Wow. That's great. Times. You've been here since uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's too early for math. Please. No, no. <laughs> well, uh, 168 times 50, you know, uh, well, 50, uh, that's a lot of time. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. And I hope that the, the community has appreciated it and has been able to benefit from it. Right, and, and if anybody's doing anything, and it doesn't have to be just Haverhill, it could be you know, any mm-hmm. surrounding towns, um, we're glad to put them on the radio. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Wow, I'll have to get you back. <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to have you here. <laughs> now, oh, uh, one other question. Okay. Now, it's uh, uh, the full name is Jennifer Cosgrove. Yes. How come you only have one N? Well, that's a story. I I blame my mother. My grandmother's name was Genevieve, G-E-N-I-E-V-E. And my mother wanted to name me after my grandmother, but she didn't want to name me Genevieve because it was too difficult to spell. All the I's and the E's and all of that, and that's just that was just too much for me growing up to spell my mother's name. So she named me Jennifer with one N. I can't tell you when, how many times people spell it wrong and I understand most Jennifers are, are two ends but there was there was a time I re, had refinanced my condo this was years ago and a young woman comes with all the paperwork for me to sign it and everything's two ends and I said my name's not I can't really sign these my name's not spelled correctly and the girl looked at me and she said are you sure and I said yes I'm sure I said it's one end so I don't think I should be signing these because legally they won't be correct. Oh, um, well, sign them anyway and we'll, we'll, we'll get it changed. And I said, if I sign them anyway, I'm not paying a mortgage because that's not me. So she called whoever she had to call and it got straightened out. But I thought, oh boy. <laughs> and my mother would get very, very upset if my teacher sent a note home or anything else with my name spelled wrong. And oh, oh boy, you didn't. The wrath of Joni, I used to call it, because she would be so upset. Like, but, 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 Mom, you, you, that's how you did I don't want to hear that. Like, okay, don't be fresh, okay? <laughs> oh, mothers. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, since you, since you are a mother, happy Mother's Day. Thank you a, very much. In advance. Thank you, I appreciate that. And I, I'm sure that they have, I know that they, there's a Grandparents' Day. Yeah, that's somewhere. Can't remember. Every day's Grandparents' Day. I want to, I know, it should be, yeah. And and, and uh, I think that that is, uh, I want to say in June, I think. I think you're right. I think it is in June. Say, so, I know too much. Approx- the week after Father's Day, maybe? I don't know. I know approximately too much. <laughs> 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 All 
All right. Hey, Jen, thank you again. And uh, maybe we can get you to do this again. Thank you very much for having me, Wynn. I appreciate it. All right. Jen Cosgrove, the uh, voice of WHAV's Community Spotlight, right here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM, WHAV. Catch The Wave, WHAV.